0: You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere.
1: There is a team out there that not many people are talking about, but um, that you might want to pay a little closer attention to, and that is the Colorado Rockies. I'm Allison Futter. I'm here with Thomas Harding, who is covering these. Thomas, I don't want to say they're like the surging Rockies, but they – As we have said, they're a lot better than uh, maybe we gave them credit for going into the season. They're about as good as I think the Rockies thought that they were going to be. Um, They've won 10 of their last 16. And I feel like all I do is ask you about pitching, young pitching, and all that, because that's obviously always an issue with this club. But the offense, uh, there's several hitters that are really doing their part in making sure that this thing uh, continues on. So there's like, uh, Arenado, Carlos Gonzalez, LeMay, Hugh, Blackman. I mean, those guys are all having pretty good years, right?
0: Yeah, they are. They're having pretty good years. Um, you know, you have, uh, th- this team has had consistency issues, not necessarily with batting average and those numbers, but with, um, driving in runs when they've had a chance. But lately during this stretch that you're talking about, they've really done much better with that. Um, they struggled the first three games in Miami, but they won the last one, won the first one in New York. And offensively, they certainly did their part in the second game in New York, but uh, the bullpen let them down. But, yeah, this team's starting to click offensively, and they got a big homestand coming. So if the team's going to make a move, this is a good time to do it. And as I've said, I don't think they're quite ready for prime time yet, but let's, let's see if they hang around. I mean, I don't mind being surprised.
1: Yeah, I mean, it seems like, um, I don't know, Arenado. I mean, we, we have to just like spotlight him. He, uh, not that this is any big surprise, but um, he's having an, another all-star caliber season, and he really, man, if you take him out of the equation, this totally changes. But um, for a guy like him to be able to continue doing what he's doing with, um, you know, I mean, it's, it's, these are tough games, and they've had some tough stretches, and he's just a constant. It's got to be nice to watch him on an everyday basis.
0: I tell you what's nice is uh, seeing him. He's in his, you know, third big year with this team, or or fourth. I now I can't remember. It seems like he's been there forever. But right. the truth, but the truth of the matter is, he keeps getting better. I mean, the the criticism with him, you know, there's always a yeah, but with a baseball player is he doesn't walk enough. Now, I would rather hit a home run than have the bat on the shoulder waiting waiting to walk. I've, I've talked to you about that several times, but. He's also drawing the walks that he's picked up his on-base percentage. He's not chasing those third-strike pitches out of the zone. And that's making him even more of a threat. I think that, um, that a lot of teams would go outside of the zone on him and hope he wouldn't hit the ball hard, and he does have the ability to do that. But now there are times when he'll take that walk and keep an inning going, and as long as the team behind him is hitting, that's fine. Now, if, if, if the guys behind him are struggling, then what happens is he'll walk and people will be more than happy to see him stand there at first base while other hitters ground out a strikeout. But Arenado individually each year he's picked up something, whether it's another step defensively or whether it's power. You know, at first he didn't hit for power, and now he's hitting for power. Now, and, and then he's hit better for average, and now the on-base percentage is picked up. It seems like the, the more he plays, the better player he becomes.
1: Uh let's talk about, we have to touch on the pitching, of course. John Gray um, has some arm fatigue, and it, he says it's sort of been there kind of lingering a little bit um, for a while. So is, do you think this is something to be alarmed from? Is this more than just like the quote-unquote dead arm that we hear every once in a while? do you think that there's something more going on there? Uh, that I don't know. I would guess that it's a little bit of the dead arm period
0: because about halfway through spring training he suffered a a um, midsection injury and missed quite a bit of time. He actually didn't start the season healthy. So this may be the time that the dead arm sets in. Now, could it be more? Uh, it, it is possible. This is a guy who last year I think he ended up at 155 innings, and they brought him up and curtailed his innings after bringing him up to the majors last year. And uh, he is a guy who also broke into pro ball in 2013 with that half season. So he hasn't spent a whole lot of time on the five day a week schedule which is what you want and if you look at so many pitchers that come up so quickly out of college they always have a setback period if this is just a dead arm period and they're able to take care of it without it becoming something more serious then good for the Rockies because this is the guy that they're going to need what you I would rather him miss a few starts here and there than miss a whole bunch of time and you were talking about surgery whether it's Tommy John or some other famous pitcher, you don't want surgery involved with John Gray. No, of course not. And
1: overall, just looking at the numbers, I mean,
0: you know,
1: I get kind of frustrated when I see these kinds of numbers just because, you know, and I'm an outsider. It's not like I'm a Rockies fan. But overall, their pitching staff, they have a 3.89 ERA on the road and 619 at home. I mean, yeah. you know, at some point, that has to be so frustrating for an organization to say, we have just as much talent. Um, as a lot of teams right now that are contenders i mean they really do and and because of where they play like this is always going to be an issue and it's preventing them really from being able to search forward and make that move is that um i mean that's just a problem right well it's a problem but
0: it it's one of those that you can't really make a bigger problem than it is uh 619 is too high but what, what they've got to look at is how they're pitching as a trend. I mean, a lot of that 619 was built early in the season when no one was pitching well, uh, and that included Jorge De La Rosa who's pitched well his last two times out. No one was pitching well, and it takes a while to bring that ERA down because even when you pitch well, of course, that ERA is going to be elevated a little bit. So if you look at the three whatever it is on the road, and if you go for something at Coors Field, then you have to be happy with that because that's probably a winning ERA. And if you get below 4, you're definitely contending. Um, the last homestand, they were 5-1, and one, and that's what they have to look at, that they started poorly, not just pitching-wise, but offensively at home. But now if they can get on a little bit of a roll at home, then all those numbers come down a bit, and you look at the one-loss record. For the Rockies to compete because – the, the struggle to hit on the road I think is worse than the struggle to pitch because you're going from an unusual atmosphere back to what, what for everybody else is a normal atmosphere, but the Rockies never play in a normal atmosphere. That's, that's, that's something I think people don't get is that they think that they're playing abnormal ball at home and then normal ball on the road. Well, if you're adjusting back and forth, that's not normal. I think pitching-wise you can normalize a bit. Um, you can live with a high ERA at home if you're confident in the starting pitching. And the last home stand, they got a lot better with starting pitching, went 5-1. and one. They've got to get that record above 500 at home because in order for them to win and in, in those future years when I expect them to contend, what I expect is they're going to keep their heads above water or close to water on the road, and they will dominate their home field.
1: I mean, it's not like they haven't done it before, right? I mean, they've been in the World Series and they've had very good playoff runs, and uh, I mean, there was some history there, so it's not like it can't be done. Right? Exactly, it it can be done, and
0: and 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 they have the people that I think that could eventually do it. It's just not there yet, Um, and I think uh, the people are there. It's the experience level, the. John Gray's guys like that, Uh, Tyler Anderson has come on and pitched very well for them. Once they settle into what their rotation is going to be for the next few years, they've got a chance to contend. And I don't care if they play, you know, half their games on the moon and the other half on Saturn. They've got a chance, and they've got to look at it that way, that we've got just as good a chance as anybody. It may look a little different than, say, the Giants or the Dodgers, but they can still contend.
1: Okay, good stuff. We'll keep our eye on that. Thank you very much, Thomas. Have a good uh, rest of the week. All right, thanks for having me.